Welcome back to Northbound and Brown. Welcome back. We Be have back. special guests. Special guests. Intern is back. She can look up all the facts and stats that we need, but she what she can't look up is a good game out of Baker Mayfield in 2021. <laughs> I, that would be you're hard pressed to get one of them. It's hard to find in that season. Is it sounding a little weird? A little weird, a little strange. Hello, there we go. There we go. A little better. Sounds a little better. I'm like, it sounds like I just have headphones. <laughs> that can't be right. Um, All right. So let's jump right into it. Yeah, let's let's talk about it. And I love it because you and I, I feel like we have different takes. So. On this Baker Mayfield's fiasco. So. so, do we want to get through the bad news first, or the really bad news first? I would say we. I guess we can save that. The the would save our cordial. What is it? Would you say cordial discourse is a good word for it? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Maybe for, for our discussion <laughs> uh, with uh, about Baker, we want to save that for the end. Yeah, we can work through our NFL news. Of yeah, course, yeah. not all of it good. We yeah. have to address the Dwayne Haskins situation, who we've talked about many times on this podcast with high hopes sometimes and mm-hmm. you know, maybe some doubts sometimes. But 24-year-old Steelers quarterback Dwayne Haskins was killed trying to cross a Fort Lauderdale highway on April 9th. It's such, that's such a, it's still such a weird situation. Like, the more you read into it, like the weirder it gets with yeah. that situation. But either way, I guess it really doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Just like to pick at something um, of somebody who died is like, it's just like, there's no reason to, to you know, yeah. crap on the dead, essentially. You know what I mean? It was so wild. I mean, when I got that text from you, I was like, are you kidding? Yeah, literally. I think that's like, it was just so weird because it's like the last thing that, <laughs> something, the last thing that you thought you were going to read or see. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's been—he was at the practice facility with, you know, practicing with the Steelers, and literally was even posting on his stories, his Instagram story for the previous day. You know, with Najee Harris and everything. So, definitely such a weird situation. But of course, and of course, the Buckeye State has a special connection to Dwayne, to Dwayne Haskins. Um, let's see, I had some stats here that were kind of interesting that I didn't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, made his debut his sophomore season, claiming the single-season passing and touchdown record, not just for OSU but for the entire Big Ten. Uh, surpassing the 4,000-yard passing benchmark, as well as throwing 50 touchdowns. Yeah. He's also one of seven NCAA quarterbacks to throw 50 touchdowns in a single season. I didn't do that. Great. I still remember that, like, the 50-touchdown season, because he, he only spent one year there, right? Or Well, I guess, I guess he like redshirted. Like, he redshirted, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, he did forego his last two seasons or last two years of college to join the 2019 NFL draft, which he was selected so, yeah. I'm trying to think, were they still the Redskins then, or were they? Was that their first season as the Nat- the Washington Football Team when I they think got that him? Was their first season? Has I it been so. that long already? Wow. I know. I, I still think I still want to get some Washington Football Team merch just to just to have it <laughs> market as a, that was what they were called for a couple of years. Like this is what you were yeah. briefly. Oh yeah. Well, because what are they? So, commanders now. Yeah, the Commanders, which I don't. I I, I kind of like. Wanted red tails, red tails and I will never settle. Was the best in my opinion as well. I'll hold this crutch forever until I buy the <laughs> team and change it. <laughs> um well speaking should since we're talking about teams that have changed their names, should we talk about our team? No. That have changed their name. No, not yet. Gotta get through NFL news. NFL news. I know <laughs> you're excited because so am I. Yeah. There's a lot to talk about with uh, the Guardians. I know. Four and two. Things that I think maybe you don't even know about them. Oh, okay. 
Maybe. Because George always knows way more than I think he does. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I haven't, I haven't heard anything about it. Um, all right. Also in football news, Baker Mayfield making headlines once again today after appearing on the YNK, you know what I mean, podcast. The line of questioning may have been a little bit directed, but the host asked Baker Mayfield if he felt that the acquisition of Sean Watson was quote-unquote disrespectful, and the short answer was yes. The pull quote that's been floating around, and we posted it today on the Facebook page, reads, quote, I feel disrespected 100% because I was told one thing and they did completely did another. That's what I'm in the middle of right now. Um, Sports Illustrated Joseph Salvador covered this, which is where I'm pulling that information from. He said today that the already chaotic series of events that culminated in the Watson trade wasn't to Andrew Barry's like liking. Mm-hmm. Like he feels bad about how that, how all of that went down because he admitted that he didn't disclose to Baker's agents at the time that they were going to go meet Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. which is kind of messed up. Yeah, I I still don't know <clears throat> why they could have just been like, hey, by the way, right, this is what's happening. Because I mean, when you say I'm gonna like go scout new talent when you know the combine comes around, that's one thing. Yeah, he also declared that. What was that? Like, about probably a month after the season that um, Baker Mayfield was our starting quarterback. So So it's like, uh, Yeah. But three days after the, you know, meeting with uh, Watson's agents, Browns made their play, secured him with the most guaranteed money in NFL history, a five-year deal that will ultimately pay out $230 million. Crazy. Of course, Baker is still on the roster for a couple of reasons, not the least of which is the 22 civil lawsuits. Mm-hmm. And um, all of those were filed between March 16th and April 5th of last year. I was kind of looking at this. And they will officially not have... None of them will go to trial for the 2022-2023 NFL season. So we're looking at Deshaun probably playing all year. Crazy. I was wondering, because I have a little highlighted thing here where we're not gonna, not sure if we're going to see a suspension. So mm-hmm. it's very unlikely. Yeah, I was about to say, so they said that. It looks like he will be playing all year. So even with this brief time of Baker and Watson sharing the roster and sharing the doghouse, things have been less than ideal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's it's kind of a mess. Yeah. But um, I, even, I still forget that we got Amari Cooper. <laughs> Oh, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> Which is huge. Like that just shows the magnitude of us getting Deshaun Watson is yeah. overshadowing one of the best wide receivers in the league joining your team. Are we gonna ignore the fact that that is the ghost of Stonewall Jackson? <laughs> yeah, literally. That's what, that's what that's literally what it feels like. It does. Because I got a notification today um, for a shirt that I bought when we got Amari Cooper, and I was like, Oh shit, we did get him! <laughs> I bought a whole ass shirt to to, to commemorate. Yeah, to commemorate and, yeah. Yeah. There's been so. a lot of uh, movement that's been kind of distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, all the rest, far less interesting, but also NFL news. Raiders quarterback Derek Carr agreed to a three-year, $121 million extension. <laughs> and Cowboys' Jerry Jones said that they may be jockeying for a better draft position, saying that this draft in particular he would trade up in. Do you happen it's... to know why, or just... No, I have no idea. I'm trying... Because the only time that I see... Um, I see a GM... GM with well a GM owner I'm pretty sure he might be the GM but I guess he's the owner who makes moves obviously Um, when they have a situation like that where they're guaranteed to trade up or actively trying to trade up it's a quarterback situation but obviously not because they have Dak Prescott that they're paying 40 million dollars to currently (laughs) oh my god (laughs) Um, so I I don't know I have no idea who they there's probably you know obviously there's got to be some uh, mock draft people that know like who they're you know actually eyeing but I, I literally have no idea 
I was gonna say I have it in parentheses. Ask George why? Question mark because yeah. I had no clue. Yeah, I I, I, I really like, don't know who either. Are they gunning for? I don't know. I don't know if he's on the defensive side or if he's a line offensive lineman. I have no idea. As it comes, I guess we'll find out. Mm-hmm. But that's what I well, that is all my NFL news um, for now. Unless you have anything to add on the NFL front basketball. Oh, so yeah, we can just we can just circle around. All right. For the Cavs. Baker thing, because I have a lot to say about the Baker situation. Okay. <laughs> Cavs finished the regular season with a 44-38 record, which is pretty much middle of the pack, you know, place to be among the 15 teams in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. That had been sufficient to secure a play-in spot, but then the Cavs went and blew it, losing to the Brooklyn Nets 108-115 yesterday. Mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean the Cavs are done this season, as I thought it did, but we will be playing again against the winner of tonight's game, and that started about two hours ago. Well, so, yeah, let's see the Let's see the score update. I believe that's that. the Atlanta Hawks. And the Charlotte Hornets, which I hope it's the Hornets because we have been the Hornets' daddy all season, so that would be nice. <laughs> well. <laughs> They're going to shit kicked out of them. Um, there's about five minutes left in the third quarter, and it is 87, oh, I'm sorry, 67 86 Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, so it looks like we're playing the Hawks. So probably. we're probably going to play the Hawks, <laughs> yeah. Um, if one had to guess. Mm. Yeah, I think, I think it kind of shows that the Hornets are just not in the, not a playoff team. Now, if they are able to win Friday's game, which is, it coincides with the home opener mm-hmm. we're about to talk about. Yeah, um, we, we should probably, we, we should get together, because there's a lot of Cleveland stuff happening that night. There's a lot of Cleveland <laughs> stuff happening. Um, that means they'd be on their way to Miami to take on the Heat in the first round of the playoffs, and the postseason will live on. If not, it's over. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to have to keep our listeners aware. Yeah. And either way, the postseason does begin April 16th, that's a Saturday, with a series of six Game 1s starting at 1 p.m. and going well into the night to watch yeah, buddy. And also, um, what is it? That is when we start our series with the Giants, right? At home? I think it's the Giants. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Into Guardians News. Yes. Having saved the best truly for last, we've got to talk about the Guardians. Yeah. Explosive start to the season. Insane. April 15th is the Guardians' home opener. This is the first game at Progressive Field under the new sign, the new logo, the new name. As of April 11th, the game is completely sold out, though there are still some standing room only options for diehards that hadn't been able to snag a seat, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the 29th consecutive home opener sellout since the stadium opened in 1994. And I had to look at that twice because. 29 and 1994 made me upset. Yeah. But (laughs) anyways, um, it is supposed to be a hell of a show with two-time Oscar winner Tom Hanks throwing out the first pitch, which will be caught by the son of baseball legend Larry Doby. That is crazy. Now, Larry Doby was the first black player in the American League 75 years ago, and his recruitment to our own Cleveland baseball team helped push the formal integration of baseball. Mm -hmm. So on July 5th, 1947, he made his Major League debut, only the second player to do so in just 11 weeks, <clears throat> 11 weeks behind Jackie Robinson, who is also set to be honored April 15th, which is Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Oh, so you didn't know that. Well, no, well, I did a lot of research. Well, <laughs> I, I only knew about the Jackie Robinson Day thing because everyone wears 42, right. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Um, all that to say, the Guardians' home opener is going to be a meaningful despite losing out for a second year in a row on John Adams. Um, he's the man in the stands that provides that that drum, mm-hmm. the drumming, and he has been since 1973. I didn't know that. Yeah, so is he not doing any more, do you say? Or he, he, will, he will be there? He's going to have to miss out again this year. Gotcha. Um, last year, Black Keys drummer Patrick Carney filled in, and will be, you know, but there hasn't been any report on who's going to do it this year. Mm-hmm. Um, the Guardians will take the field 7.10 p.m. this Friday, April 15th, to face off against the San Francisco Giants. 
But the star-studded event isn't what has people talking. Mm-hmm. George, mm-hmm. we gotta talk about Steve. Kwan. Yeah, Stephen freaking Kwan, and obviously, well, obviously Jose Ramirez has been insane. Yes, but and I was we so already, glad we that already kept him. Yeah, we already knew Jose was gonna be great though. So, but Stephen Kwan has been our rookie, and probably, I mean, there's a lot of games, you know, obviously, but. Um, if there is a front runner right now, only four games in for rookie, I mean, well, yeah, yeah, six games in, it's probably Stephen Kwan. (laughs) According to our own local Weekly journal, the Guardians rookie outfielder is off to one of the best starts to a baseball career in history. Mm -hmm. He followed up a historic Sunday in which he went five for five and reached base six times in his third career major league game with another history making effort on Monday, which, um, First player since 1901 to reach base 15 times in four games. Insane. And he went 161 pitches without without swinging and missing. So, like, you know, obviously, he stru- I think he might have struck, like, been struck out looking, but he never, like, swung and missed. Mm-hmm. Never swung and missed out of pitch for 161 pitches. has not had a single swing and miss. That is insane. Yeah. I don't know. That's insane. I I I I, th- I don't know if it might have changed today. I might have, but I know that it went. But the, as of recording, the streak, yeah, the streak <laughs> from what I saw last time was 161 pitches or something like that. Wow. Insane. Yeah. So we've got something happening here, which is absolutely wild. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me check that just real quick. Stephen Kwan. See, this is somebody who's like, I have even accidentally learned who this is because he's just been that good. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the Shohei Otani thing where I'm like, who is that? And it's like, oh, he's fantastic. That's oh, yeah. Guys. And well, yeah, side note with Shohei, he has had a rough, rough start to the season. <laughs> I think they said he's he's been up to the plate 21 times. He's gotten three hits. So he has had a rough start. Okay, I do apologize. I got the numbers mixed around. Not 161, 116. But still insane. Still. <laughs> it's still astronomical odds. Yeah, yeah. insane. Because, I mean, he's walked, I think, seven times. And everything else has been singles and doubles. Insane. Something and, is happening here. And we've already seen two grand slams this season in six games. So we are That's off crazy. to an absolutely on-fire start. So if you're a Guardians fan, this is the year. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Because, okay, because of the name change, a lot of people of a certain belief system mm-hmm. don't think that the game is actually sold out. I'm like, but if you see this happening, like, yeah. how do you not be like, okay, yeah, this I gotta see. Yeah, like, yeah. honestly, I, I don't know. I can't wait to watch Friday night. Should be a lot of fun. It's gonna be a fun one. Like I said, we should We probably, will have to get together. We have, because literally, <laughs> we have... Guardians at seven. What is it? Cavs at eight. Mm, yeah. So. so we have we have a double, little double Cleveland double header there for sports. Yeah. So and obviously if the Cavs lose, we're not gonna we're not gonna. But you know that's the end of that. Yeah, we're just gonna have baseball. So. But. I'm surprised the Cavs made it this far. I've gotta say. Oh, I know. I mean, I think Gar like garland's been insane we've had so many so many and just surprising things happen and kevin loved turning it around because i was like about ready to write his ass off yeah. for a waste of time but oh yeah me too him for pulling it together yeah me too but yeah so we'll see what happens friday night got a lot a lot popping that night in cleveland because i think i don't know are they i don't know are we home everything just friday went, night boop. oh no <laughs> i am not sure if we are home friday night I wonder if it it shouldn't matter because I think I think we are because we have the higher seed than both of them. 
Yeah, I think we do. So I think we're gonna be home. That's gonna be crazy. That can you, the traffic in downtown Cleveland it will be horrible. So if you're because you got like both sports teams and then you've got your normal bar crowd, so it's yeah. just gonna be chaos. Literally, I, I can't even. I, that's gonna be insane. Come to think of it, don't go up there. Yeah, actually, yeah, don't go up there. <laughs> um, wait for you know if you're getting off work late, I would probably take some sort of maybe walk. I don't know because. <laughs> It, it's probably going to be standstill traffic for a while. <laughs> More than likely. All right. But yeah. So we want to fight about Baker Mayfield? Probably? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That sounds fine to Absolutely. me. Absolutely. So I just want to hear your side of the coin. I don't know. I feel bad for Baker. And it's really easy to feel bad for him because that is kind of messed up on Andrew Barry's part. Mm. Like, you should be was, open and honest. Who's a total professional, so it's kind of shocking. It was a little shocking, especially because he, he claims to have this mentality and culture of transparency so i think he knew that it was going to cause bad fallout which is you know maybe why he tried to avoid it but yeah it caused worse fallout having not told him oh yeah so i do feel bad for baker i really wish we would have given him one last shot this year um mm. but we're going in a different direction yeah i do feel that but and i respect your feelings on this Absolutely. But I think Baker is a whiny little bitch. <laughs> is a whiny little bitch. Oh, I just, it's all, this guy at NFL Network, NFL Network said the best. He said everything in that sentence was me, I, I, you, I mean me, just me, everything was me. It's a good point. And to me, there was no accountability taken at all. I shouldn't have played. I was, I should have known. I shouldn't have played. Which is not like him. I yeah. Think, because he used to be, this was my fault. Yeah. I need to do better for myself. Now everything has been the organization's fault. Everything. Literally throwing everything under the bus, and I love it, because you want to know what person he hated when he started that did that same thing? Hugh motherfucking Jackson. Oh, no. I said, I love it. What goes around fucking comes around. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, you. this is all the stuff that he got mad at Hugh Jackson for. Mm-hmm. And so he's literally... Like I said, it's just so wild how this is how this is just came around. It is really strange, and I mean, everybody's acting out of character, which completely throws you because, like, yeah, I don't know. yeah, I, I'm very done with him. I just want him to be gone. I just want to not even think about him anymore, which is hard because it's 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 weird because he definitely revitalized. He's right there. He's, He's right, right there. there. <laughs> I'm gonna build a little shrine in one of my bookshelves of all my Baker shit. I've got like more than I thought. <laughs> well, we—I feel like—I mean, if he goes, it's looking more like Seattle right now. Um, if he, so, if he goes there and balls out, I mean, Good we got him. our work like, back. That's the thing. I—I I do feel like I would want him to do well if he went to any one of thirty one other team. Yeah. <laughs> like, stay the hell out of Pittsburgh and you yeah. still have a fan. And there's no way that, you know, he would go to either the Ravens or Bengals because they have Q- good QBs. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> They're okay. But yeah, I just, I don't know. I just think that I'm just done with it. I'm done with him. I know that we, I, I, I think that's my thing. It's just like, he acts like this is so weird and surprising. Like, he just got off of a playoff season. No, you got off a season where you played bad. And in, insisted on playing. Yeah, and was insisted. given the chance to, you know. Where okay, if if we shut him down after the Cardinals game, like week five, we probably wouldn't have even pursued Deshaun Watson. Right. Because I think he might have screwed himself in that regard. Yeah. Like you can't. You are not made of iron. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you. You need to take care of yourself and take care of your body. And he 
was gonna run that thing until it broke down on him, and it did, and it cost him. Insane. And I, that's the thing. He, they literally showed that interview where he's like, I know how I feel. You guys don't know. And then immediately okay. right after, this whole this whole situation, he's talking to the guy. Well, I obviously wasn't good enough to play. I'm like, you were telling everybody else different. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I'm pretty done. To me, he's just reverting back to the immature. It's me against the world. It's me against the world. I'm like, you had four years, man. And if you were really, if it was affecting your play that bad, then you should have sat down. I know. He's old now. You can't be doing that, <laughs> that young shit. What is he, 26? Yeah. It's insane. I think I think he is Ancient. turning 27 it's like next month, I think. But... Yeah, like I said, I'm done with it. Um, I'm excited about Deshaun. I just, honestly, I... I don't feel I'm not gonna, no, a I'm connection. Not, no, I'm not going to... I'm not like... I don't love him like I did Baker. Mm. Like, I'm just not going to. Like, I just can't. But I, I am just going to... What is it? He turns 28 tomorrow. 28? 28. Holy shit. That he's, he's old. Oh. <laughs> oh, so we do overlap a little bit. Because then I don't turn 25 until <laughs> <laughs> July. <clears throat> but I, like I said, I don't know. I'm okay if he, I'm okay if he goes somewhere else besides Pittsburgh and does well. I just, I think, I think him going to the NFC and us seeing him as little as possible is the best thing for both sides. Yeah, I think so. As you so. know, maybe he'll come back one day and have a LeBron thing where he comes back and wins the whole thing and it's all great. But Allie, you have to remember, you have to be good to do something. <laughs> oh Listen, I gotta make my 50 bucks that I spent on that Funko worth it. <laughs> well, see, it's funny because he had this other comment, which I had a scorcher between the two, okay? He said, he said, it was after the Detroit Lions game, the winless Lions, by the way, where he threw two terrible interceptions. He said, what if I just, what if I go to, what's, what's going on? <laughs> Shoes. They love shoes. <laughs> they, they do love shoes. Okay. Talking about Allie's cats. <laughs> I have a video of them shoving their heads into my mom's shoes and walking around with them. <laughs> yeah. Did like, you just say it with your shoes? No. It's oh. Levi's shoes. It's his shoes. They it's like manly shoes. Maybe. They're like, oh, I love this. Also, that's the voice of our that's the voice of our intern, by the way, guys. That's the voice of our intern. Intern and cat wrangler. Yeah. But no, like I was saying though, before Megan rudely interrupted, um, intern rudely interrupted. Um, so he threw two interceptions in the Lions game, and it, what was it? He said, "Yeah, the booing heard." He goes, "What if I just went to your cubicle and booed the shit out of you?" Yeah. And so I was, I like, was like, "That's a very weird thing to yeah, say." Yeah, and I said, "Well, Baker, you couldn't come to my cubicle and boo me." I mean, I said, "Well, you can, but I'm good at my job, so it wouldn't make much sense." <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm actually good at my job, so you know, it's a little weird but that situation. But yeah, I'm, I, like I said, I'm pretty. This has been a weirdly self-indulgent day for Baker. Yeah, so, I don't know. He feels like he gave a lot to Cleveland, and he did. There, you know, in a lot of ways, he brought back, you know, a lot yeah, of right. dignity, and then he kind of threw that I, out. Yeah, I really, I really do think that. I really do see, like, I totally think that he revitalized like the culture. Mm-hmm. So. Megan, you gotta leave. <laughs> you're, you're pissing me off. He's sitting there like a little gentleman. <laughs> he's a business boy. He's part of the podcast. Yeah, he's, a, he's our special I'm guest. Sorry. He's usually bummed out because when we play D&D at this table, we have this chair. All chairs are full, so he can't sit at the table like a little gentleman and be with us. He's like, what the hell? Chair. We need an extra chair. Okay, I'm sorry. I will not talk. I will have any more. Thank you. 
It was cute that he was sitting like he was part of the podcast. He has a lot of insight. I was going to say, he has something about Baker. He says, I would like to say something. I am glad that I didn't change my cat's names to Baker and Meowfield. Yeah. (laughs) No. No. No, it was just funny. But... That was their persona back when Baker was really good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're cut. You're cut? You're cut. I'm taking over. I'm sorry, yeah, you're done. Yeah. Now. So guys, the intern is You're gonna actually... have to cut to the technical difficulties music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um I don't know, I'm just excited for like we talked about before, I'm excited for Kareem and Nick Chubb yeah. and just all the guys. Cause now I mean, you don't have to bail out a quarterback every single game. Yeah, and I hope that there can be a cohesive culture there like there was with Baker. Mm-hmm. Where he, he ran the locker room. They were 100% behind him, at least for a while. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, and I think that's when we were all gelling pretty well. The demise of Baker all started with the Odell thing. Yeah. The downfall all started with that. Odell, who wants to come back? Yeah. I'm like, don't do that. No, I'm about to say, I would, I, would, I would do not want him to come back. Jarvis, hell yeah, yeah. but so we'll see. With about five minutes left in our first chunk of recording, George, is there anything you'd like to get to? Honestly, I, is there anything you want to? I, I, the Baker thing is the biggest thing that I wanted to talk about. And Megan has just since it's been derailed this fucking podcast. Listen, <laughs> 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 we're keeping it light, we're keeping it loose. <laughs> But yeah, since that interview dropped and it's been the talk of the town, uh, definitely want to be on that. Yeah. Um, I mean, we thank God we chose today instead of yesterday because since that podcast... We'd be like, dude, we're going to have like, one right like, now. No, fuck it. No way. We missed it. Um, but yeah, I can't believe... I just... Uh, it's such a weird ending to something that I seemed so promising at one time. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I, it's... And the right—it's weird because the right guys are in charge this time. I feel like. I hope so. Mm-hmm. I hope so. I feel like, like they, I don't know a lot about Stefanski other than he's a total babe. I just yeah. like. <laughs> well, I, I we will know say, that Barry's a you know a numbers guy. He's a Harvard guy. We yeah. Like that. So it's just like I don't know. We'll see. I will say the next person to be on the hot seat is Kevin Stefanski. Yeah. Hardcore. I think so. I could see like if you can't get it done with the amount of talent you have now, you have your guy now. You have Deshaun Watson. This is what I'm worried about. I'm like, have we just barely missed the proper formula? And like Deshaun's gonna come and just suck ass. <laughs> yeah. and just like, oh, and then Miles is gonna want to leave, and then everyone's gonna be jumping ship. It's gonna. Just... Yeah, then we'll we'll have oh. to rebuild for the next ten years. Did we miss our chance? God, we hope not. Like, <laughs> I can't handle that. I like I said, this is the, the next scapegoat is Stefanski. <laughs> the next scapegoat. Baker was last year's. Yeah. If we suck this year, it's Stefanski, 100. percent I feel like if we go back through our old episodes, we're gonna watch and be like, "All right, but this is it now. <laughs> you can't get it done with this talent." And then it's like, Fuck. "Oh yeah." <laughs> I, <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I think we even said at the start of last year that, like, you know. Maybe not because we we were riding pretty high last year, so we we really didn't have too many sad podcasts. I will have to go back and delete the one that says, "Yeah, the Browns are going to the Super Bowl next year." I know it. And then <laughs> all of this happened. Hey, it was it, we all we all thought that though. Let's be real. Oh, man. oh well. Well, George, I think your realism and uh, maybe even pessimism in approaching the Browns season is <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean. Targets off our back this year too, so I think I think 
if Deshaun can play and play well, we can come out in a big way. So. Hopefully being able to run with Joe Burrow, who's a real threat, and I was afraid of that because I like him, but mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. So. It's going to be an interesting season. Yeah. To say the least. <laughs> yeah, we're going to watch the freaking uh, Cavs and Guardians this Friday and have a good time. Yeah. So we, we'll we see implore you, you to do the same. Yeah. All right. I think I'm good. I'm Are good. you good? We're good. Later. Bye.